0: Now, back to Your Tech Report. Marka Aflalo, Mitchell Whitfield with you. Follow along on Twitter. It is at Your Tech Report. Facebook.com slash Your Tech Report. Of course, YourTechReport.com. Very cool from connected showerheads. We're going to move on to a topic that I think we're all kind of uh, interested about. Cybersecurity is a big thing, and often I find that consumers really do overlook it and can cost not only money, but but time and needless headaches. So here to talk more about this is John Stewart, Senior Vice President and Chief Security and Trust Officer at Cisco. John, what a title, and welcome to your tech report.
1: <laughs> Thank you very
0: much for having me on. John, it's fun to have you on, and the reason we're having you on specifically now is because this is the 10th year that you are releasing this new cybersecurity report, and I want you to tell our listeners a little bit more about the report and what the major takeaways are, uh, kind of on the consumer perspective, but I know this digs a lot deeper than that.
1: Sure. So uh, first and foremost, it is our 10th year, and it's a report that's based on two sets of data. The first is we're actually interviewing 3,000 business leaders globally to try and get a point of view as to what corporations are seeing. And I'll translate this a little bit to the consumer side, uh, as you were pointing out a second ago. And then the second set of data that it's based on is this telemetry footprint that we have globally that picks up attacks, it picks up, uh, say, spam emails, which certainly all of us, you know, individually have experienced over time, and it introduces the the data introduces us uh, to the types of uh, maneuvers that the um, criminal action rings, for example, might be taking in order to uh, to exploit and get a hold of information or money.
0: Yeah. So 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 tell me, you know, three thousand businesses, people don't realize this, but when it comes to the, the 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 IT world, these major businesses, the companies like I'm I'm guessing, you know, the IBMs of the world, the Dells of the world, the the major corporations that are actually create the backbone of the infrastructure that we use on a day to day basis for pretty much everything. We're talking about internet, we're talking about banking, we're talking about all these points of vulnerability. So I guess it's it's key to have those businesses input, is it not?
1: It is. And part of what it usually indicates, you know, for any person, certainly, certainly your listeners as well, you know, we all own most likely some sort of share in one of these businesses. Um, so it gives you an indication of how your investment's doing. Um, but it also is a pretty good indicator of uh, what's important towards the lifeblood of, you know, certainly all of Canada, all of the Americas, all of the European countries, because this is what, all of us, you know, in many cases are employed by, or are employed by the employers that, in fact, have to take this kind of topic pretty seriously.
0: Yeah, well, we, hear, we hear a lot these days, John, about, you know, conventional crimes. Like, you, know, you turn on the news, it's not often until, quite honestly, until the election recently that this whole, the whole, you know, notion of cyber crimes really has come to light and put a bigger spotlight on it. So how often are companies being, being attacked these days, electronically?
1: So- uh, it doesn't matter the vertical. It can be consumer, retail, critical infrastructure, telcos, communications, uh, you know, the enterprise, traditional manufacturing, technology, et cetera. Uh, first and foremost, every single day, every single minute, every single second, there are attacks happening, um, partially because uh, there's just huge volume of automated systems now that have been put into place that can do it. And part, of course, is the fact that it's a fairly decently profitable enterprise to take information or take, you know, credit card numbers, take banking records, take, you know, certainly personal information that can help, uh, help a criminal ring make money. And, and in essence, what that turns into is, hey, if there's activity, you know, that makes it profitable, there's going to be activity every single day trying to make profit. The real trick that we've determined um, that we're, we're essentially been measuring is how fast can we detect these? How fast can we insert or defeat them, and how fast does an actor or criminal team or even you know some sort of other attacking agency um, actually evolve and so we're measuring all of those frankly to help you help your your business help our business help our customers and and help all the employees of all those those uh, businesses as well.
0: You know, one of the reasons this 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 report is so important is because to businesses, you know, and to, and to people listening to the show, it, it's more than just an infrastructure. It's more than people hacking emails. It's more than it, it, this actually translates to loss of customers, which means loss of revenue. What kind of numbers do those represent in 2016?
1: Yeah, so when we did the interviews this year um, and we started asking that hard question, what we determined uh, in the feedback was nearly a quarter of the companies we talked to said they'd lost or missed opportunity in business that they could have normally captured because they'd been breached or there was a significant concern around uh, the use of the digital technology. We saw uh, almost a third of the organizations say they lost revenue. Some of that was the missed opportunity where potentially they couldn't get the sale through or couldn't get the the customer on board, but in other cases, it's the fact that because they were breached, customers walked away. And that gets to the final one, which is almost uh, 25% of the same organization say they actually lost customers. And that's, you know, that's meaningful. I mean, yeah. we're talking not small numbers here anymore, where we're business affecting. And, uh, and in some cases, it might even be some of us that are the customers that walked away from a service. That talks to an evolution where, and, and I said this publicly just a little while ago in, my, in the blog and, and release that we did for the ACR, Cyber is business, and business is cyber. These two are tightly linked and will be probably for the rest of our lives.
0: Well, and the second you start losing money and the second you start losing customers, I think that's when the attention kind of pops up a little bit more on the radar is a bit more effective, and companies start spending more time, more money, more resources on things like identifying their weaknesses. One of those things is what this report does. It helps identify what those weaknesses are, do they not?
1: It does, and it also introduces you know some real data trending around, say, verticals in business, but also, frankly, global trends, things that we're starting to see that might be very important to think again about because it's been a few years. So, for example, I mean, this, this is true for you and I, it, it's, uh, it's essentially the total volume of spam that's been generated this past year in 2016 reached a level we haven't seen since 2010. In fact, there were very deep drop-offs in 11, 12, 13, 14, and 15 that came roaring back in 16. And here's, a, here's sort of a startling thought. It's almost one out of every 10 pieces of spam has some sort of malicious attachment or a web link that's trying to infect the computer that it's, that it's, uh, that it's managed to get onto. And so each and every one of us who see these things, big surprise, yeah. um, should actually be highly cautious about clicking or opening because that's one out of every 10 of them we see has the capacity to
0: actually hurt us. You know, it's funny because one of the companies that I that I do work for, uh, obviously SiriusXM, that they will often, the IT department has a common practice of sending out their own spam to see what the likelihood of the employees clicking on different things. And that's one method to really kind of gauge what kind of security is out there and what the people do at the end of the day. But, you know, I, I think the perception is, is that things like adware and email attacks were actually on the decline, but you're saying that's the opposite. It's quite the opposite. And again, this is where it's old as new again. So what
1: I think essentially happened for the last couple of years is it became less effective for the criminal teams to actually start using this, this technique, or even some of the more sophisticated adversaries. And now what it's turned into is not only is the volume up, because it's essentially like throw 100 at you and just see if one works but there's also different um, capacity to put infrastructure in place in, you know, major hosting providers, so that you can evolve. If the first one doesn't work, you just change the location, change the website, change the, you know, the type of technique that we're all being socially engineered to try and click through. So it's a it's a fairly sophisticated practice, and and that's frankly the most, uh, you know, unsettling. I think whichever one of us can have to take this sort of back to the home and think through is this is happening today it's affecting countries it's affecting gross domestic product it's affecting exports it's affecting you know business and that's why I think it's evolved and elevated, uh, 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 elevated up to the executive level so fast
0: you know I as John though the consumer out there who just you know has a traditional email account whether it be you know a, a Microsoft account with a smartphone you know how how cognizant of of cyber attacks should someone like that be worried about
1: I'm gonna tell you Uh, every single day we either click something good or bad every single day we actually see an email that could be good or bad it is very very difficult and neon impossible to be a hundred percent successful in knowing what to do every single email that you're staring at. especially when we get so many of them or get so many instant messages or anything along those lines what I would simply say is this um, each individual person all of us have a capacity to do a couple of things Make sure our computers are up to date. Make sure there's antivirus you know, or, uh, or the software available to us to actually protect them. Phones are the same way. Make sure you're upgrading the phones to the latest software. Make sure you're downloading apps only from the proper app stores that are authorized. And candidly, just have a little bit of caution If you see something unusual, even just a little bit, don't assume that it's just working because it showed up on your phone that it's okay or it showed up on your computer it's okay. In fact, quite the opposite. Take a moment, just slow down for a second. I know it's hard. Believe me, I'm (laughs) I'm as guilty as you are where we've got huge volumes and we're just going 1,000 miles an hour. But that one second could potentially make the difference between making a right decision or a wrong one.
0: Well, I tend to tell people, I said common sense is probably one of the best indicators if you look at something and it it looks suspicious. And I have people who, as recently as yesterday, sent me an email saying, Hey, I got this from Amazon. Does this look right to you? And, you know, uh, I, what I do, you know, I hover over the link and I can see right away that it's not, it's not a valid link and there's something fishy with this email. But common sense and really, as you said, the time, taking the time to pay attention to what you're doing uh, will, could save you a lot of heartache and stress.
1: Exactly. And, and we also, by the way, can share that with our kids. We can share that with our parents. Those are two demographics that very rarely have a chance to participate and know exactly what's good or bad and because they haven't either grown up with it natively. That would be most in many cases of our parents. And our kids, of course, are going 1,000 miles an hour just to get the click through as fast as quickly as possible and then go on to their next thing. So both groups can learn if we share with them both the, both the prior generation and the next generation. And in some cases, the kids, of course, can teach us um
0: but we won't get into that too much now the, the <laughs> 2017 annual cybersecurity report is available online any other takeaways that i that i haven't touched on on
1: well I think what, what I would just simply say for your listeners is that this has now become part of our daily life um, and it will become more and more a national discussion it'll become an international discussion it'll become a business conversation and it'll probably pop up even at the dinner table so each and every one of us also can help it be better um, in order to you know keep a computer off the air that's infected and make sure it doesn't keep a phone that you know is essentially safe so that we don't personally have to go through the difficulty of losing identity or money or Information. So despite the fact that it looks like, hey, only big companies or maybe governments can solve this, I think it actually is quite the reverse.
0: It's something that every single person can help. John Stewart, Senior Vice President, Chief Security and Trust Officer at Cisco, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. Thanks for having me on. Thanks again for joining us this week. Always follow us on Twitter. It is at your tech report. Lots of fun stuff there. Thank you to our friends at Asus. Our friends over at Moen, check out that connected shower. Very cool stuff. We're going to follow up with hands-on reviews of all these things. Again, thanks for joining us this week. We're back next week right here on Your Tech Report and yourtechreport.com. You've been tuned in to Your Tech Report. Join us again next week for another edition. And be sure to follow Your Tech Report online. Email us, contact at yourtechreport.com. Follow us on Twitter at Your Tech Report. Like us on facebook.com slash Report For the latest in breaking tech news, I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast.